Welcome to the Rocky and Meisty Show. We're glad to have you with us, and we're glad to announce uh, a new segment st being started here t tonight on the Rocky and Meisty Show. Before we get started, remember to subscribe on Spotify, Apple, all platforms that you possibly can so you can get a million alerts that the Rocky and Meisty Show has released a new podcast. Remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. You don't want to miss anything when it pertains to the Rocky Meisty Show. Believe me, we are on top of our game at all times. We released three podcasts last week and uh, hopefully attempting to release several podcasts this week as well. So let's get started. This new segment is going to be very fun. I'm really excited for it. We have a few months now till the NFL season starts. And being that, we want to go through the NFL teams. But, of course, we don't really have – we don't really want to go through every team, just spend 10, 15 minutes on every single team. That would take a while. Rather, we're going to go through each individual division and we'll break down the teams – We'll go to Vegas because it's always fun to go to Vegas, see what they have planned for each team, and we're going to tell you whether or not we agree or disagree and what the reason for that is. So this week we're going to get started with the AFC East, the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots, and Jets, and we'll kick it off with the Bills. So Vegas has the over-under for the Bills at 10.5. That's the top in the division. Um, now, I think the Bills will go under. And the reason is is not because they didn't do a good job in the offseason. They did. They addressed one of the, their biggest hole was offensive tackle or offensive line. Really, they they drafted two of them high. They signed one in the offseason. You know, they addressed cornerback, which they needed. Tre'Davious White's not quite good enough. I mean, he's a mediocre a mediocre cornerback. They needed to get someone across him. They didn't really address that so much. Still, a lot of holes in the defense. They got two pass rushers early. The first two picks in the draft were pass rushers, defensive ends, which they needed. They needed edge rushers. Secondary is still shaky. Middle of the defense is still shaky. Pass rush is questionable with some rookies. I don't like their defense, but that's not even the reason that I'm gonna I'm gonna go this route of saying they're gonna get less than ten and a half. I'm not saying it's gonna be way less than ten and a half. They're gonna have a losing record. Um, well, uh, by the way, we have to put into account that there's 17 games this, this year, which I forgot about. I completely forgot about. I'm still gonna go bold and say um say below ten and a half. And the reason is because I just see Josh Allen having a decline. I know it's an unpopular opinion. But, yes, the guy had a breakout year last year. But we're talking about a guy the first two years of his career could not throw the ball accurately. His rookie year couldn't throw the ball accurately anywhere, even in the short, in the, even in the short to intermediate range. And then the second year, okay, he, he was pretty accurate in the short to intermediate range, couldn't throw the ball deep. Last year, everything came together. You know, the accuracy, the, the rushing attack, the athleticism, everything came together. For that to click the way it did last year, I think it was a breakout year. I'm not saying he's going to have a bad career. But I don't think he's going to quite repeat the performance he had last year, which led to the Bills' success. So I do think they'll decline by a few wins as a result of Josh Allen declining. And a factor being the defense has a lot of question marks on it. That could be answered, depending on if the rookies pan out or not. But because of all the question marks, I'm going to go under 10.5. What do you think, Yehuda? Um, I think uh, 11 wins possible. So I think that's what they're trying to get with the 10.5 right there. So I think they're going to win 11, 12 games. So I'm definitely going to take the over, but I, I have to disagree on Josh Allen. I think, uh, I mean, you're obviously right. He couldn't throw, you know, he couldn't hit a barn if it was 10 feet in front of him. It was that bad, but he was just steadily improving, getting better and better, and then broke out last year. And obviously, it, I think it was like a under 60%, and then he was almost at 70% completion percentage with his accuracy. So that's that's a ridiculous jump. And obviously, he's not going to continue, you know, go up to 80% or anything like, like the, something ridiculous like that. But he's, he's going he's gonna to be around 65% uh, completion rate. So 
he's good and he's going to be, you know, taking the jump to top five in the NFL, I believe. And I think they they addressed their um, I think their biggest issue is actually their pass rush, uh, along with the whole line at the end of the season. But but also the pass rush, like they had a solid defense, if you know, if nothing unspectacular, that was just playing well enough with their, you know, top three offense. And um, drafting, I think Rousseau was his name in the first round. You know, they're looking for him to be their, their pass rushers to uh, to compete with um, some of the young quarterbacks that they have in their division. But I, I definitely see the Bills getting over 10.5, I think 11 or 12 wins, and I think they, they win the division. It's not going to be that easy because the Patriots are retooled, and, you know, as we're about to discuss. But um, I think I see them winning the division again as well with 11 or 12 wins. Yeah, I I think that the Bills are going to have 11 wins as well. It's kind of where I have them at. I was looking at their schedule just running through it. Um, I mean, the first four games are all at home, followed by they play, they play what, the Saints on the road, they play the Bucks on the road, but then they get both the AFC South and the NFC South. So those are bad divisions. Um, the other division parts of those division that division. So um, definitely, definitely liking the Bills this year. I think that actually um, Josh Allen is on the rise, and uh, I think that he's only getting better. And I mean, I, I, it's very hard when it's when when young teams a lot of times young teams who are playing well just crumble. And we saw that with the Jaguars a couple of years back. They just kind of like they're like. This good team and it just crumbled, but it wasn't a full round team and it was just a defense. So this time you have an offense and you have a defense that's building. I really like the, the Bills this year. I don't see the division. I mean, I was good. I was really hyped on the uh, Dolphins all all uh, off season, but after that report today that he threw a couple picks in practice and Tua is not looking good off the start, I'm already you know hopping off that Dolphin train. But uh, I think that I think just like Yehuda said, the Bills are going to win about 11, 12 games, maybe even more. Um, they're going to be they're going to be a contender for that first seed. Rocky, like you were saying, that um, you said unpopular take. You don't like Josh Allen. That's that's definitely an unpopular take because now people are already people are already trying to crown him top five, which I think it's a, it's a little early for that. I definitely agree, but but uh, he he took such a huge leap, and I definitely see him. Maybe he could decline a little bit, like I said, with the, the accuracy, but he will still be at that that upper echelon level of QBs. I guess time will tell when it comes to Josh Allen because, you know, this is a question mark that everyone wants to be answered. Moving on to the Patriots. Patriots are – Vegas has them at nine wins, which is an interesting number. They improved in a number of aspects in the offseason, besides the big one, 15th overall quarterback from Alabama, Mac Jones. I think Belichick might have seen some Brady comps in there. You know, don't get any ideas. I'm not saying we have the next Brady under center for the Patriots next year, but I think he might have seen some comps there. They have a young quarterback who has potential, especially in a Patriot system that's very good at developing quarterbacks. And it's very good at quarterbacks. Quarterbacks generally succeed in the Patriot system. I mean, you could just take 2009 for an example. I think it was 2009 or 2008 when Matt Castle was under center for all 16 games. Brady tore his ACL the first week of the season. And they went 11-5. Castle had, had an immense amount of success that year, actually. It, it, yes, you know, the, the play calling, the defense, it was all a factor. But Castle played well, you know, as, as was, you know, evident the next year when he led the Chiefs to the playoffs to 10-6. So it, it's, a, it's, it's an environment that's very conducive for quarterback success. A guy with Mac Joe's talent, I think he can definitely develop. 
Um, they got a lot of weapons. John Smith and Hunter Henry. I mean, that's a dynamic duo at tight end. Aguilar, they got a few, a, 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 they got a few receivers. They, they, they got some pass rushes. They obviously he took the, the big name Judon from the, from the Ravens. So I, I, I do think that they addressed some needs in the, in the draft. They addressed some needs in the offseason. They got the big name at the quarterback. Belichick can develop quarterbacks. I think this nine, I'm liking even. I'm liking an even nine this year for the, for the Patriots. Nine and eight seems about right. Maybe more. I don't think I would pick. I don't think I would go against Belichick. They won. They won seven games last year in only six in only a sixteen game season with not a very good team. No playmakers on offense whatsoever. Um, the defense was very good throughout the early part of the year and then struggled throughout the later part of the year. It wasn't a very good team. The fact they put together seven wins with Cam Newton playing at extremely mediocre level was very impressive. I think they can win two or three more this year. That 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 that's my take on it. Uh, what do you think, Musty? Nine wins for the Patriots. Uh, my pick is under. Um, okay. Kenyon is Kenyon's a disaster. <laughs> that was a disaster last year. And the fact is that they won seven games, like you said, is is just it's pretty. It's I, I don't think it came from Kenyon. So I don't know that Mac Jones is going to get the start right away. I don't think he'll even play at all this year. I mean, he'll definitely get snaps. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think he'll get like a start this year unless Cam gets hurt. Um, I just, I think that he, he's going to have to learn from Cam, from Bill Belichick. He's going to have to trust that New England Patriot process, which I don't even know if it really works much anymore. I mean, it's, it's like, I don't know. I mean, it, I mean, it has, it's been proven to keep working, so I can't say it's not going to, it's, you know, it's going to stop working. But, um, I think that they're, they're looking at a really bad season this year. I wouldn't be shocked though, if at, at week, I don't know. Uh, by week ten, Mac Jones is named the starter. You know, I just said he probably won't get any starts, but they, they might have a disaster start. No, but I'm saying in the case where you know they really get off to a bad start, no, yeah, they I need you. that change. That's where that will happen. Will be in week ten, but up until week ten, uh, I mean, they're just in for a disaster. The Patriots are for an, in for a disaster. Yeah, I mean, they're such wildly different quarterbacks. Like it's so different the the offenses that they would run uh, with Cam or with Mac. So it, it would be akin potentially to to what the Ravens had to do with Flacco. Flacco was injured, and then they switched to Lamar, and how wildly they changed their their entire offense and switched it up in favor of a more run-centric offense. And I guess they would do that, but in the opposite. Like if they were to switch from Cam to Mac Jones to make him a more pocket-present, quick-passes type offense with no, you know, not a lot of running plays for the quarterback, not a lot of... Um, you know, RPOs and stuff like that. So it would be a completely different dynamic if they were to ever have to switch or if Cam were to get injured or something like that. So that is definitely something that, you know, if you trust someone to do that, it's Belichick to figure that out. But it's 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 definitely something that the Patriots have never seen before, like having to deal with, with a quarterback controversy, like going into the, with like an older quarterback and a young quarterback they just drafted. They're, so it's definitely all new for the Patriots. So... Nine, like like Rocky was saying, nine seems it seems like what you're going for. So like, I don't know personally. Like Vegas, I don't know why Vegas would do like a nine and a half or eight and a half because it feels like yeah. a nine would just be a push. So I could see maybe them getting to ten wins um, if they were to like steal a game from the Dolphins, you know, steal a game from the Bills in their division. But but uh, nine nine wins actually does seem right, and I feel like they they're probably third place. Uh, nine wins actually okay um so with that being said your apparent second place team will be the miami dolphins and we'll start with you Meisty, first because i started the last two i'm sorry for being greedy 
Um, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. But Miami Dolphins have the same prediction in Vegas, nine wins. Will they go over or will they go under, my Steve? I have them going over. Um, I mean, the Dolphins, last year, it was Ryan Fitzpatrick, and it was it was a lot of him. Their defense played a big part in it as well. But, you know, the, the Dolphins added Will Fuller this year. Which is gonna, well, actually, it was in the middle of last year. So that that's definitely going to be a huge advantage. Um, I think, too, it just, I, I have this feeling they're going to get off to a bad start. Like a really bad start, an zero and four start, and then and then have to just fight their way back. Yeah, they're gonna. It's one of those teams. Unless they unless they play the Jets, see, I don't have their schedule pulled up in front of me. But unless they play like the Jets within the first four weeks, they might just have a bad start. Um, and then Tua will get his, you know, get get his himself together and and uh, you know get some wins in. But oh, what a shot! <laughs> they have a pretty good, perfect. Pretty favorable schedule. They have a pretty favorable schedule in the beginning, actually. You got the Bears, Bengals, Bills, and Falcons first four weeks. Bears, Bengals, Bills, Falcons. That's that's very favorable. <laughs> you can't get better than that. You can't, get, you can't ask for better yeah. than that. And they play easy division also, right? They play the South and the South. I like the Dolphins. You know what? I'm going to go out on a limb. I might not be – I said earlier in the podcast I was hopping off that Dolphins train, but here I am back on it. <laughs> I, think the Bills, I think the Bills win 11 and the Dolphins win. 12 and win the division. Let's go, Dolphins. Let's go. All right, baby. Let's, pretty, let's go, baby. Yeah, that's quite a switch from before. But nine wins, I definitely am taking the over for, for the Dolphins. They're getting 10 or 11 wins. And I think, obviously, Tua could be an issue. Um, and I don't know, you know if he's their long-term answer, long-term uh, franchise QB. But um, Brian Flores is such a good coach. See how he's turning that whole organization around team like mediocre team to a you know a solid one of the one of the best defenses underrated defenses in the league uh, you know solid offense and now surrounding him with uh will fuller um Devontae parker and jalen waddle so his former alabama running mate so two has two has got no excuse now and he got miles My- gaskin solid running backs some solid running backs there for the Dolphins, so they should have, you know, a top 15 offense. And even if they're they're just top 15 in offense, their defense will be top 10, I believe. And they're just and they have Jason Sanders, who actually I just know him from a fantasy football underrated kicker, um, one of the best in the game as well. So they just they're just so solid in all three phases, and that comes from just such good coaching. So like like Feisty apparently is now back all in on the Dolphins. I'm I've been in. On Dolphins, and I love I love Brian Flores as a coach, and the moves their 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 uh, GM is making, they're just really aggressive and smart. And you know the way they they were finagling with the uh, with the Texans and able to get you know top three pick and, and making all these moves in the draft. Like they they're just they know what they're doing. You could tell they know what they're doing, and they they do it well. So I definitely believe they're gonna get nine wins. I don't know if the Dolphins can beat the Bills because of my belief in Josh Allen and and what I think he is over Tua as a franchise QB and Stefan Diggs, but, you know, their connection. But because the Bills have a slight, um, well, not slight, a, a significant quarterback upgrade, I would take the Bills to the division. But I think both of those teams are going to be really good and playoff contenders definitely picking both to make the playoffs. Um, I don't know if I could see 
the Dolphins being a Super Bowl team with Tua at the quarterback, for, you know, what, how he's currently playing, but they're definitely making the playoffs. You know, if he can make that Josh Allen-type leap, you know, it's only second year, so it's okay. I, you know, nowadays, there people people expect so much and so much so fast, but I think it's okay if, you know, if you were to build up to it, get that um, Josh Allen leap. But if he does make that, then the Dolphins are extremely Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. I think the Dolphins are going to go over. I'm not going to go with the unpopular opinion this time. And uh, the reason is, as you mentioned, Yehuda, I mean, just, you know, that our organization has done a fantastic job. I'm not quite sure two is the big question mark, but the big question marks on the center, which is never a good sign in today's NFL. However, the trenches was their biggest issue, and they addressed it. I mean, they took it head on. Like they had a problem on the offensive line. They they drafted an offensive lineman in the second round, and they got Fluker. They signed Fluker to a big deal. So that's two. I mean, that that's not going to fill all the voids, but that's certainly going to contribute. Certainly going to help protect Tua. And they had a problem at the edge, and they got Jalen Phillips in the top twenty pick, number eighteen. Um, and like you said, why not, you know, um, Waddle? Why not just get a first, you know, wide receiver high in the draft? It might not be your most pressing need, but put someone alongside Devontae Parker and Will Fuller. Why the heck not? Draft them sixth overall. I mean, they had that high pick. Um, a great prospect coming out of Alabama. Like you said, has that connection already with Tua. Was with him for a year in college. So I, I agree. Like, this is a team that has all the makings of being a potential first-place team, perhaps only the Bills standing in their way. O-line was their, their big need. That was a little bit of a questionable pick where you're saying with Waddle, picking Waddle, and you're like, why not go get a wide receiver? Like, they probably should have got Penesol because I think he was available till the next, I think he, he was taking the next pick at the Lions or like the eighth pick. So they, they definitely could have gotten Sewell when the Bengals passed him, but but whatever, you know, might, might as well get a star receiver and upgrade on the, yeah. you know, the weaponry. Yeah, yeah, you could have gotten a top-notch offensive lineman or you could have gotten a, a, a great offensive lineman. Instead, you know, you would have got a, uh, a tier below top notch in terms of the draft and just get a top notch wide receiver in, in today's NFL to have, they have three good weapons. Now they really do. They put Devontae Parker, number three receiver. So that, that, that's, that's a great number three weapon to have. He played yeah, you know? So yeah, yeah, I, I agree. They, they could have, they could have gone that route, but I, I have no complaints with them taking Waddle uh, sixth overall. So let's move on to the Jets. The Jets over under is six and a half. Does any of us want, uh, Rocky, I'm going to cut you right there. Do any of us want to yeah. take the over? And if so, why? Because we all know why they're not going to get six wins. <laughs> they suck. So let's just say. <laughs> why, why did Vegas pick six and a half? That's quite a large number for the Jets. Uh, that does seem like a, a little bit of a sucker bet where you think you're like, oh, the, they're trying to get those New York Jets fans, Homer fans, to be like, oh, yeah, they're for That's sure. That's what it is. Yeah, that 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 seems like that seems like a six five four win team. So, um, yeah, like, like you just said, it's a soccer bet, it's a Jets fan bet type thing. It happens with if you look at like the Yankees or well, the Yankees have to always be usually a good a better team. But if you look at even the Giants or the Dodgers or any of these big city named teams, when their team they they always have way over the win total because people love the, the money's rising it up. But the Jets are definitely not going anywhere. I mean, Robert Sala is okay, um, but new, new quarterback, new coach. Once again, here we go, Jets, tough division. They're not going to get a division win, I mean, unless they sneak one out somewhere. Um, but but the, So that's already six losses. So, I mean, you're just you're already off to a bad start when you're the Jets. I, you know, you're just, you're just at a disadvantage. Um, but I, I don't see them getting more than four wins. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm very close to pulling the trigger just because I want to be different. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I don't like I, I mentioned with the Patriots that it's an extremely conducive environment for quarterback success. I think the Jets are polar opposite. <laughs> I don't mean to hate on the Jets organization, but they're just not very good at developing quarterbacks other than the Mark Sanchez run for two years. They haven't had success at that position in a very long time. So, I, 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 yeah, I, I agree with you guys. I, I'm not going to go over. I, I feel bad not going over because everyone's going under. And I hate when everyone does something and I do the same thing. But they didn't really address their needs in the offseason. I mean, they, they drafted an offensive lineman high in the draft. They didn't really sign, you know, they really sign anyone in the offseason to protect um, Zach Wilson. They traded away Darnold, which they got a second-round pick. They got value for him. Uh, there were those saying that they should have kept him as a backup just in case he pans out. I Listen, I'm on the Darnold train still. Up. Like I said, it's not a very conducive environment for quarterbacks. Maybe a change of system will help him. I've mentioned this several times. But we'll see how Zach Wilson pans out. They lost out on Trevor Lawrence. Uh, that, that right now looks to be a big we, – we don't know what's going to happen. It could be Zach Wilson will have a much better career than Trevor Lawrence will fall from that. But right now, it looks like a big loss for them. And like I said, they didn't address, the, they didn't address so much in the offseason. The Jets are not – just the last 10 years, they've had a lot of questionable moves. Their offseasons have not been very successful. I remember we came on the podcast three years ago, Meisty, talking about the Le'Veon Bell and C.J. Mosley and Jameson Crowder offseason. And I'm just like, what is going on here? They're giving these guys $50 million guaranteed, $60 million guaranteed to play the least important positions in 2021. So, yeah, I- I'm going with you guys <laughs> under under six and a half. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be so tough for, for uh, Zach Wilson to uh, um, face uh, Sean McDermott, you know, solid defensive uh, coach two times a year. Um, Brian Flores learned from Bill Belichick. Um one of the best defensive coaches. Oh yeah, and you also have to p- play Bill Belichick. So you have to play all these defensive guys six times a year in your first year. And I'm not saying he's not going to be ready, but but to have to play these guys in your rookie year, um, you know, six times, and they they all get good look at you. Like it's it's going to be tough for him, and he's got to get used to to losing. I mean, that's what that's what rookie quarterbacks have to do is they they go to bad teams. So they're going to be, you know, on losing losing NFL franchises. So they have to learn, like just like Trevor Lawrence is going to have to learn in Jacksonville how to lose. But but it's just going to be tough for Zach Wilson. And if you know if you see some signs um, of him playing well against these defensive coaches in these in these games, then there's going to be something to look forward to for, for Jets fans. But otherwise, they're probably you know they're probably under six and a half wins. All right. Any any last words, Micey, on the Jets? <laughs> I do not have anything else on the Jets other than Kevin Durant is an absolute beast. Um, <laughs> yes, he is. He, he absolutely is. Nobody's going to argue on that fact. Um, and with that being said, we will wrap this one up, the AFC East edition of the Rocky and Micey Show. Next week, we'll come at you with the AFC North, and then we'll finish off the AFC in the next couple of weeks and then go from there. Thank you for joining us. This has been a pleasure. Um, remember to follow us once again. I know I remind you and I bug you guys all the time, but I found that reminders do seem to trigger the person's brain. It penetrates your brain. So please rem- remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and uh, subscribe to our podcast. And uh, everyone have a good one.